Cool. So, um, you know, thank you for your question and thank you for your thoughts. And um, I totally get where you're coming from. So if you would just maybe like reiterate, you know, that statement. So that way everyone has a clear idea of why we're talking or what we're going to head into on the conversation. Okay, sure. Yeah, I was definitely in a mood yesterday when I posted it. So, or the other day, I guess. Um, so I'm feeling a little uh, in a different vibe today, but essentially my question is around not so much the clarity of the content, but how to get it in front of the right people with what I find to be very convoluted <laughs> algorithm of course my husband calls right in the middle of this sorry <laughs> all right um you know it like I I feel like there's definitely some powerful I'm channeling some powerful stuff right now I I post full hearted posts like and then it just crickets okay and it gets very discouraging for me um I've been just a little background story. I, I left my day job about 30 months ago to pursue my own coaching business. I hired a business coach. It was very expensive. My husband was very mad at me that I invested that much. It caused a lot of problems in my marriage. Um, and it shook up a lot of inner stuff that I have been in the process of healing and feeling like I've come a long, long way, like huge transformation over that time. But during that time, I was also, you know, the pandemic started, um, faced with the decision to homeschool my kids and have, you know, be home with them. And so while I did, you know, put a pretty good college try in to get my business off the ground and running Dreamweaver Wellness, and I, I do acknowledge my successes. I booked three women into a group program and it was amazing. And it just wrapped up in December. Um, and now, you know, I'm awaiting testimonials, hopefully, which I think will really help having those reviews. Um, and I'm also letting my website expire and I have took another, I took a job. I got back into work, my career, my day job, if you will, which is wedding planning, wedding and events planning and selling for a venue um, their space and their catering menus and all of that. So it's completely different. So I see a pattern of self-sabotage, whether it's because of what I need to do to survive like in this 3D world, you know, whether it's choosing to homeschool my kids and let that become a distraction from pursuing my business all out or now taking a job because I need to have my own money, um, no matter what happens with my marriage, you know, I need to be earning enough to make my own choices and my decisions in life and not feel trapped. So that's a long winded kind of backstory, but where I'm at now is like, I, I just feel like I'm on the verge of giving up, even though it is a very soul driven, soul led vocation. And I'm still, you know, I have a Facebook group but I'm not very consistent in posting in, but I'm, when I'm posting, it's in service. It's like, here's what is coming through me. Um, but when I tune into the business of being a goddess, 
And I see you guys talking about content and I'm like, yeah, I know I need to light a fire under my butt. And there are a lot of things that I could improve on, but I also have like three plus years of like the strategy, the like tips and how to do things. And what I'm wondering is it's evolving so fast on the tech side. Like, does it even matter if I really light the fire under my butt? if the algorithm's not going to get it in front of the right people anyway. So I guess I, I was pretty feeling disheartened and just wanted to share, like, is the content like one last piece and then I'll stop talking. You've been so patient. No, you're good. You're good. As I share um, the conversation for me, it's an inner dialogue. When I start thinking about my content and what I'm posting, is it good enough like, why isn't it reaching the right people? Why is it cricket, crickets? Is it good enough? Am I good enough? Am I posting enough? You know, this, this core wound of mine of like the enoughness comes up and then it's like, <laughs> I'm happy to take responsibility for a lot of my stuff, but I also am like, no, it is good enough. <laughs> it's enough. You know, if there's something else out there pulling the strings and I don't know if everybody's seen social dilemma, but like with social media, that is my love hate relationship. It's like there, I think it's more of a, you got to pay to play. Like maybe I need to do the paid ads route and try it. So that was a lot. Thank you for listening. Oh, thank you for sharing. Thank you for stepping out of your comfort zone and sharing and then giving other women the opportunity who feel the same a moment to get clarity or get inspiration or to feel like they're not alone. So, you know, really thank you for your vulnerability. Um, so I built my company team business buddy off of mostly building websites and business coaching and, then start taking on uh, social media management a little bit, a little graphic design, a little, a little social media management. And then I got offered a social media management position, so to say, partnership um, with the company um, Rogue Wave Technologies. And then I rebranded into Rogue Wave Business Solutions and I'm a full digital marketing, business coaching, web development company. So with that, um, it took a lot of trial and error. So when I give advice, it's mostly because I've fucked up a lot and <laughs> I've pissed off a lot of people. Uh, so I'm really grateful to be able to have this moment with you to just give um, some personal perspective. Um, as someone who is not a social media fan, but yet runs multiple social medias, um, I know the feeling all too well. Last year, I just started a new Instagram. I had an Instagram with about 3000 followers and I deleted it. I just gave up. I just gave it up. I was over it. So as someone who doesn't like social media, I'm hundred percent with you. It can be discouraging and disheartening, um, as well. Um, but I know from personal practice, my Instagram, I started last year and within a year, I'm almost at a thousand followers, which is a pretty significant growth within a year without paid ads, without pretty posts that look good 24 seven, without videos that have great lighting all the time without, you know, 
So I tend to, uh, what uh, I'm in a, a lot of women in business groups. I code, I talk in a lot of clubhouses. And one thing that, uh, one of the lady who leads it always says, she's like, Lauren is very different. She doesn't follow any rules and the rules work for her. Whatever rule she sets is what works for her. And so I live by that motto that I don't have to be in the mold. I can do whatever I want and it will work for me. And I have seen that actually work. And so with that said, I think the biggest thing is, you know, not wanting any instant gratification, not saying you do, but in this society, we all have this, well, they're doing better, they're growing. And really with Instagram and Facebook, it it is different types of growth that you'll see. Running on Facebook is a family oriented, small local community that grows a little bit faster because your friends, your family, and people around you tend to follow and support you a little bit closer because they know you already. But then Instagram, you have this expansion into the infinite in spaces you'll never reach physically a lot of times. And so what happens is you see a very short growth, very small amounts of growth, because it, the algorithms do change regularly and the way they are presenting you as an individual or as a business changes as well. So for a while, Instagram was very stagnant posts, which is just, you know, just a post. And then it moved into being more story oriented. And now it's moved into being more reels and videos oriented. And so that's the thing is you want to keep up with the trends And you want to kind of at least participate partially in the things that they're doing, but you also want to have your own flair and do your own thing. And so I think with like getting discouraged, the biggest thing is don't show up with the hope of gaining clients or followers. I like to just show up as myself and I like to show up whenever I feel like it. Uh, whenever I feel like I want to set a post and I just let it grow organically and naturally. Um, My current one, uh, my actual personal page, it's not necessarily personal. It's my, my presidential page. And it literally says, you know, get to know your future president through yoga, business, mindfulness, and all the different things that I am. So when you come to my page, don't come looking for pretty posts or no, you're going to get real and raw. Now, if you go to my business page, you're getting a more business oriented side of me, but even my business page is slowly growing. And so I think it's important to just remember that growth takes time and to see the growth, you just have to sit in that uncomfortable space of not growing and knowing that at some point there's going to be a hit that sprouts you and that every follower counts. And so there are ways you can grow and see more growth. And that's by following the algorithmic rules, which is engaging with new people who follow you. So Instagram does this thing. It likes it when, if someone follows you and you follow them, they actually encourage you to message them and just say, Hey, thanks for the follow. Can't wait to see what kind of content you're posting. You know, hopefully we can work together in the future or just chat more later at a later date. And when you do stuff, small things like that, you start to build a found a relationship and then it's a personal relationship, but it's also a, um, 
a digital relationship that creates an algorithm. So then now they show up in your stories more often or post on your page, you know, you see their posts on your feed more often. So there's little things like that, that you could do to kind of start bumping you up and bumping you in. But when it comes to Instagram, Instagram is about being seen. So ultimately you want people who like your stuff, who share your stuff, who save your stuff. So putting those gentle like reminders, if you have like somewhat good following and a few people like your posts, if you like this post, share it to your stories, you know, give them as we call it, call to actions. So that way it helps your expanse and your reach. Now, again, it's very discouraging um, when you want to see growth. If you really want to see growth in your business, I'm not going to lie. I personally don't find it to be online. For me, the most growth happens when I'm out in my community. Most of my clients actually come from word of mouth. This opportunity out in Charlotte was all word of mouth because of what I've done in Myrtle Beach. Most growth will come when you build a strong foundation in your community, and then somehow energetically, it will transform onto online support as well. And so I always encourage people to really be out in the community, go to your local meetups, create local meetups, um, join BNI, join um, Chamber of Commerce, join some local groups that are business oriented, because the more business people you are connected to, the more referral options you have. And so for me, my growth actually comes more from not being present online, but being present in my community. And what I do online is just added to help with consistency, with consistently showing my face, but then giving people a place to stay connected with me when I'm off not connecting in the community. And then what happens is because we connect in the community, then they start liking my stuff on the socials, sharing my stuff, um, and vice versa. And so I just have to say, when you get discouraged, just remember, you're not really, you're doing it for the clients, but you're doing it to satisfy your soul and express the knowledge that you have and the passion that you have. And so don't focus so much on the numbers, you know, focus on being true to yourself and true to your potential clients and really just hold it in your heart. Like that's what's most important, not the growth itself, because most businesses take anywhere from three to five years to see significant like booms or combustions or like expansions. And so that people think tomorrow I'm going to be a billionaire, you know, tomorrow I'm going to have a thousand clients. And it's like, no, you might not really see anything until three to five years. I know with my company, I had my company for three years. I had enough to get me by in the beginning. There was, you know, one, one website, one coaching client every couple months, like nothing super steady. And then as I just stayed with it and kind of worked through it, because I too was a bartender, then a yoga instructor and bartender, then a yoga instructor, business coach, yoga instructor, business coach, um, web developer, right? So I still have a muggle job, still had like muggle jobs, but also was growing into what I was growing into. And so you may have to supplement your life for your lifestyle for a while. And that needs to be okay. So you have to be okay with the things that you don't want sometimes. And that's it. You don't want to not see growth, but you have to be okay with it because you're going to, if you're okay with it, you're going to keep showing up and you're going to keep 
getting the eyes, getting the ears and getting out. So I think it's just letting go of, there's a word for it. Um, not letting go of the goals. The thing is like letting like flow a little easier and letting it flow in the state that it needs to, to provide you with the growth that's right for you and where you're going. So I think it's like, I'm trying to think of the word. Uh, it's more like expectations, letting go of what we expect to happen letting go of our expectations of what should happen, what something should look like and just allow and just be, and don't give up on showing up. Because the thing is like, I've noticed, especially because I started my podcast, I've wanted to do a podcast for three years and I haven't done it. And there were quite a few reasons there wasn't confidence in it. Um, I was too busy and I, I've realized collaboration really is key for me in expanding. But I stopped having that expectation for a while. It was, okay, when the time comes, the podcast will be ready. And that's exactly what's happened. I'm in a space now where it's ready. It took me three years. That's a long time. (laughs) That's a long time to get my shit together. Let's say it like that, you know? But I let go of the expectation of, I'm going to start it this year and this is what it's going to look like. And now I just like let it flow for the last year. Like I would like to start it when it comes, it comes. And now it's here and I'm six podcasts deep this month already, six episodes. And so I think it's important to like realize that like we have these expectations, but life might need other things to happen for you to actually spark the growth or to get into the right alignment for your business. So there might be something that you're still working in energetically that once you work through it, you you never know your numbers could pop off. And so I think it's a multi-layer thing of, you know, having no expectations, realizing that everything happens in divine timing and that business growth actually really happens within. Now it's a little bit different depending on the industry, but as a, as a business coach, as somebody who coaches people, you know, I had one client And then it would go months without a client, uh, months without a client. And then finally I have another client. And I think it's just being grateful for what we do have and then letting it just flow naturally. And so um, it's really, everything is always multifaceted. Everything is multi-layered, you know, there's no one answer, but I think ultimately is letting go of the expectations and just being excited for what you have to offer and let that excitement and that passion be what fuels you, not the numbers, not the, the initial mm-hmm. pain. Um, I do a lot of work for free and I do a lot of work for free because it, it's what lights my soul. Like my spiritual stuff, I do mostly for free. And so, you know, people are like, why do you do so much for free? And it's like, because it's not about the numbers. It's about what satisfies my soul. So I think it's really important to kind of go back to that context of let it satisfy your soul and then the numbers will grow and things will happen. And it just takes time. Yeah. Thank you for all of that. I really liked how you recommended getting out into the community and that's a growth edge for me too. I think, um, as a, as I've been healing and transforming and shifting in my, in my identity and showing up authentic in all the spaces online and in real life, it's like, okay, well, yeah, it takes practice. So 
It does. And believe me, I, I'm, I, I'm a people person, but I'm not a people person. It just really, you know, depends on the day, depends on my mood. It depends on how much workload I have. And I'm kind of shy, actually. Nobody ever believes it, but I use my shyness to actually power my power me to be on, come off very confident sometimes and not shy. And um, I, I noticed that, like I said, most of my clients don't come from online. Most of my clients and referrals come from me being in the community. And that is where you're going to see the most. I'm even getting chills. <laughs> um, that is where you're going to see just so much growth in yourself and just diving into your community and letting people see who you are that way. Just that person to person interaction so they can feel your soul. They can feel that passion and excitement. And then they can always really put a genuine uh, vibe and face to the person. And I get so many people who just refer people to me all the time. I don't have ads. The only ad I have is a page like ad. So going back to, to this a little bit for you, um, what I do with my clients is um, when you first start off with me, we start with a page like ad. And all that is, is we set a demographic, which is just the type of people, places you want to touch and reach. And we set it and then we just set it to a daily amount. The daily amount I encourage is about $5 a day. That doesn't mean you'll spend $5 a day. That's just as much as you'd like to spend a day. And all that does is bring people who are interested in what you have to offer to your page so they can see it. Once they at, like the page, then your content starts showing up on their feeds and then you're being seen. Some people are very active in liking, sharing, commenting, and a lot of people aren't. It just really depends. And so you have to get comfortable again with that uncomfortability of people. I said it the other day, a lot of people are watching you all the time. Some people are rooting for you loudly. Some people are rooting for you silently. And some people are rooting for you not at all. But everybody is watching you. I posted a story yesterday with my outfit. And I just knew. I just, I kind of do a lot of market research and playing around. And I did this little thing where I showed my whole outfit. I fucking look good. look fly, right? I had about 18 people love it but over a hundred and like 45 people seen it. So it just goes to show you that people are watching you. They ain't always going to let you know they're watching, but they're watching you. And so don't, get, so don't get discouraged by whether people are liking, comment, sharing, because they're watching you, whether they're showing up and saying they are or not. And that was a big one for me yesterday. I, again, market research, playing with those concepts. We're big on market research in my firm. I do a lot of market research. Uh, I do a lot of split tests as well, which is doing kind of the same thing, but seeing what, what people like more without them knowing that I'm actually testing them. Um, but that was a big one. You know, so many people, 145 people liked my, uh, were watching that story, but only 20 gave me a heart or a thumbs up. You know what I mean? So it's yeah. like, people are watching. Don't think they're not. They're just lazy about engaging. <laughs> That's really what it is. Like people will read your stuff. And I've done this before where I'm kind of busy and I'm kind of like, still online and like I might like something and like forget to like it because I'm busy and like not fully concentrating and I'll just kind of scroll and sometimes I'll come back because I'm like oh I, I I like that and I should let them know and so I just want to remind you like don't get discouraged because people are watching you and then yeah. again with the marketing 
you could, if you want to invest a little bit, start with a page, like set it for $5 a day. I'm happy to walk you through that a little bit deeper. If you want, I could probably do a whole video on that. Um, and just put it in, put it in. But I always encourage at least the Facebook page, like, and then Instagram, just stay, let that grow naturally. It changes so much. So what I do with my clients is um, we do three posts a week. I, I don't personally care for more than that. Um, I might post a little more than that in my stories. I probably post every day in my story, but on the feed itself, you know, three times a week is kind of good enough. Um, and let Instagram grow naturally and just really try to um, react and talk to other people that are in your thing. So going on the story and putting a heart and leaving a little comment. And so that way they like it in their, in their messages. And then that conversation and algorithm starts to pick you two up. And so you can be seen more. And so there's, um, there's a lot, <laughs> there's a lot to market. <laughs> there's a lot. Yeah. And that's why this week is great. Cause you're seeing like Leah posted something about pillars. I posted something about pillars, like 30% content, you know, and different things like that. Videos, like I said, Instagram is about going videos. I've been watching the uh, CEO or CFO or whatever, um, talking about stuff, <clears throat> And he's like, we are really moving towards a video oriented platform and subscription base where you can get paid from people um, following you, you know, and your posts and stuff. So they're, they're really moving into the influencer um, lifestyle, just kind of like YouTube, but a little bit better, honestly. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, hearing you say all that, the, the other thing I mentioned in my comment was the what like I don't want to spend a lot of time on my phone or on social media it's it's not fulfilling to me it's actually an energy drain and I have you know my priorities are being with my family and I think the from this conversation I really think that I should consider getting back out into the community again like I was teaching yoga pre- pre-COVID. And then when at the onset of the pandemic, I was trying to teach it online and had a little group following in a Facebook group and um, kept up with it. And then life got crazy. And I was just like, I'm going to give this up and not push it because I also live in rural Vermont where there aren't a whole lot of people around um, anyway. And so, you know, I, I, I think if I can try to get back out in the community and another thing that's been really hitting me is integrating. So I took on this new job, which is an old hat, old career, and I'm back in it, but as a new person, like as a newly, like I identify myself as such like a spiritual self-led, like completely healed from codependence. And so I'm back in this old industry and able to see like, the patterns that are trying to come up and push against my boundaries. And um, anyway, I, I realized that I didn't even tell the people who hired me that I'm an entrepreneur too, and that I have my own soul led business, you know, like it didn't even come into conversation and how, like in this society, I feel like it's all like, it's so easy to separate everything out, like parse it all out, but really I'm all here. And it's all me. And like, there could be opportunities for me to show up in my fullness at my job yep. in the space that is like, maybe there's an opportunity for me to teach yoga there, you know, and like bring that back in. And do I want to 
take on more. There's so much that like all, all these areas that I want to help wedding professionals understand self-care and the importance of boundaries and not martyring themselves. You know, like that's one aspect. Do I want to coach moms, which is what I've been doing and wanting to pursue and grow. Um, but it's, uh, you know, the family, the family, my family first making money so that I can feed everybody. <laughs> and then, and then all those other aspects, like what, what do I want to do and how do I want to approach it? But I, I'm realizing from this conversation that there might still be a, like a visibility block and it starts with the community and getting back out there in real life. And yes, I don't love being on social media. So honor that for myself and just let it be like post as an expression of myself. And if nobody likes it, let go of that expectation. It's like the very valid points that you made. I think the expectation comes from a little bit of comparison, seeing what other people are doing, how fast they're growing, the, the um, problem solution marketing of like, you want to become a successful coach, you know, hire me and I'll show you how to get there. <laughs> right. It doesn't work like that. It's like, it happens for everybody in divine timing. And for me, like overall, my life is pretty amazing and I, I am grateful. So Something else I wanted to quickly touch on um, is, um, and Leah and I have talked about it before, is uh, batch content uh, posting. So taking, you know, an hour or two um, out of your week and preparing and presetting and letting go. So it means take, you know, two hours to think about your three posts for the week get a calendar, set them up ahead of time and forget them. Mm. So. Yeah. I, I like personally, I like posting when I feel like the inspired inspiration or that it's like channeled and it's like, Oh, I have to share that. But that is something to think about an efficient way of, of posting content. Um, because again, for me, it's like, I don't have an offer right now, like for my for my business of being a goddess, like I don't have an offer because I'm pretty new to this back into this day job routine. And I don't know what's next. I'm sort of in the void, but what I'm feeling right now is like really create in-person community to start and let it come to me. I don't know. I love it. Well, that makes me happy to hear you feel like you've gotten a little uh, clarity and you've found a little bit of things to focus on. Um, you know, this is why I'm a coach because I love helping people kind of break through these barriers that man has created. I don't live in man's laws. That is one of my favorite things to say. I don't live by man's laws unless they're, you know, I try, don't do anything harming to others, but man's laws don't, uh, don't matter to me and the rules and regulations on how we should do things and how we should show up. That's not my thing. And it never has been. And I've been very successful in my life by not living by the rules and regulations and the expectations of others. And so mm -hmm. I just always encourage that with anybody I talk to on business topics or life topics. So um, I hope anybody watching this really gets some clarity and, and, and feels that this was a chat that can satisfy some part of their soul if they're struggling. And I just thank you again for taking time with me. Did you have any other thoughts, questions, comments? Yeah, thank you. I hope that anyone else in this group gets something from it too. Um, one other question or thought 
as you were saying, uh, break the rules or follow your own rules. I like that. Um, yes, I feel like there's this new paradigm of, of women in business and we talk about it a lot and I've seen it in Leah's groups a lot. This idea of, uh, sisterhood and support, supporting one another. And it's so different from the patriarchal competition. And that's one of the things I mentioned in my comment as well, my comment as well is like, how do we really lift each other up? And like, maybe it's just me being shy or introverted and not leaning in and in my various masterminds and groups and being like, Hey, I want to share your stuff. But, but that I feel like is going to be a, a massive wave of change is seeing women collaborate together and share each other's businesses and referring businesses and like helping each other succeed. So I'm here for it. Yeah. So <laughs> you're hundred percent correct. So my visions didn't really come into fruition until I did that. Um, I, I was a very uh, masculine based woman and I was a very uh, independent, felt like I didn't need anybody because I've never had anybody there in my life to lean on. It has always been me struggling and pulling myself out of the mud most of the time. And what I learned with my business was um, one year, my goal really became who can I collaborate with? who, how, how can I get in the community and do more and, and work with people to do more? And, um, uh, what happened was women showed up and, um, on top of that, you know, I had a vision of, I had for like two or three years, wanted to do a retreat. And finally, once Lee and I started connecting on like on our stuff, on the business and all that, the retreat came to fruition and we had over 21 women there, you know? And so it, it took that openness and that willingness to step out of my comfort zone, which was very masculine based, um, very independent. I don't need anybody to let me work with another strong, motivated woman who is doing her thing and see where this goes. And it has brought both of us success, more success in our lives. And then when it came to my podcast, even um, my business one, I knew I was probably going to mostly take on by myself and I was okay with that. But then I wanted to do a more mindful base. And I reached out to my friend, Lindsay, and we started doing journey to the heart, which is a daily devotional. And every Wednesday, we give you this midweek motivation and love and support and awareness and consciousness. Um, but it has been so much fun working with her and having these moments to talk and to express ourselves around these ideas and concepts concepts, you know, every time we're done filming, we're like, I feel so full of energy and I'm so happy and I'm so, you know, and so that leaning into women has really just made my life feel so good. My soul feels happy. And I think we are in the rise of women really taking back our power and the power of the world. And I'm really excited to see where it goes. And so, you know, find someone locally that has a lot of the same interests as you and see if she wants to partner up with things. And, you know, if you don't see it now, create it, create the opportunities that you need as well. And so um, absolutely lean into sisterhood because we are rising and we are rising together. Yeah. I hope that resonates so much, Lauren. I'm with you on that over-masculinized, over wounded, masculine, independent woman and healing and Leaning in here, this is again a little edgy for me <laughs> to be sharing from this place of like sharing like what feels like a failure or like not a success yet, you know. But 
yeah, it only it only is a failure if I give up. So thanks for giving me a pep talk today. And no I problem. feel a lot better. And the thing is, you know, as though it is uncomfortable, you are this conversation is going to fucking resonate with so many people. So many people. And it's it's what we're most scared of sharing that so many people are actually gonna latch on to and be like, I feel that. Because I realize that when I'm like sad and depressed, I, I just deal with it on my own. But when I talk to someone else about it and I finally open up, they're like, I know a lot of people be like, I've been feeling like that too. And you just realize like it, a lot of times it's not just you, it's an energetic thing. It's going around. And so, you know, kudos. And I'm so proud of you for stepping out of your comfort zone, but you don't know who you're actually helping right now by doing this. And so keep on showing up, keep on being vulnerable, keep on being yourself. And you will, the success will come. And then one day you will be doing exactly what you want to do. Yeah. Thanks, Lauren. I appreciate your time. I will send you this video in case you want to share it. And um, I might even use it for my podcast. It's this great video, but ultimately again, thank you. And I look forward to uh, talking to you more. And I just want to gift you this at least once a month, reach out to me and let's have a little chat about where you're at and what you feel like you need clarity on. Okay. Wow. That's so generous. Thank you so much, Lauren. Really appreciate you. I hope we can stay connected and collaborate and I'll definitely take you up on that offer. For sure. I'm here for you, lady. (laughs) Thank you. Have a good day. You too. Bye. Bye.